From the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, this is Catholic Military Life, the only official podcast of the Archdiocese. I'm your moderator, Taylor Henry. And for this edition, it's my special privilege to have as my guest joining us from Reading, Massachusetts, by telephone, Father Richard Erickson, a retired Brigadier General in the United States Air Force and a chaplain for over 30 years before his retirement in 2017. Father Erickson, welcome. Thank you, Taylor. It's a pleasure to be with you and with our listeners. And our topic today is a song that you and country and western singer Jay Clementi recently wrote back on October 16th of 2021 called Born to Bless the Fallen. And it's quite a song, and uh, I want to hear all about how you came to write the song and uh, uh, your interest in music generally. But first, let's have a listen to Born to Bless the Fallen. Soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines all come to me. I'm the promise we'll leave no one behind. I'm there when the flicker of life leaves their eyes. I'm the last face they see before the face of God. I give them peace and comfort as they're moving on. Their souls are set free from the burden and the pain I send them off to heaven, but the hurt remains I'm at the mercy of my calling I'm born to bless the fallen I pray over them with words written in red There's a $2,000 bounty on my head Nobody sees them when they look at me My wounds are always here They're just too deep to see I'm the last face they see Before the face of God I give them peace and comfort As they're moving on Their souls are set free From the burden and the pain I send them off to heaven But the hurt remains I'm at the mercy of my calling I'm born to bless the fallen Born to bless the fallen They showed no greater love Far to the end Not do it all A thousand times again Be there for them I'm the last face they see Before the face of God I give them peace and comfort As they're moving on Their souls are set free From the burden and the pain I send them off to heaven, but the hurt remains. 
I'm at the mercy of my calling Born to bless the fallen Born to bless the fallen Father Richard Erickson, a retired Brigadier General, uh, a, a chaplain in the United States Air Force for some 35 years, a co-writer of that song we just heard, Born to Bless the Fallen. Uh, Father Erickson, you obviously were writing from experience. Um, share with us, how did this song come about? Well, I had the great joy of participating in a songwriting with soldiers retreat in October uh, held in Colorado. It was a much-delayed uh, retreat because of the uh, pandemic, but at last we came together, and there were six veterans and three superstar songwriters from Nashville who came together from a Friday evening to a Sunday afternoon, and each of the three, uh, sorry, each of the six veterans have their own song about their journey, and then together all nine of us wrote two songs. So I was uh, very privileged to be with Jay Clemente. Uh, he's a songwriter for many uh, great uh, country singers, such as Luke Bryant and Martina McBride, Darius Rucker, just to name a few. And I spent about two hours with him on the morning of October 16th, uh, telling him my story, particularly of uh, my deployment in Iraq, Balad, Iraq, in 2004, where I was the Catholic chaplain and the medical group chaplain. And most of our conversation focused on the medical group work and caring for the injured and the dying uh, in the tent uh, at Balad. Uh, at the time, 2004, it was the height of the war uh, and uh, in the heart of the Sunni Triangle. So particularly at the end of the day, uh, we would have many, many injured troops coming in from throughout the region uh, who we would triage, and then uh, those who needed immediate treatment on site, we would give those who needed um, uh, operating room in Iraq, we would get them to the operating room. Those who could survive a flight back to Germany, we would get them on a, a, a plane back to Germany. So all of the nature of my time in Iraq, I was telling Jay, uh, and he was listening with a a loving heart and with a songwriter's um, expertise. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned him certain aspects of my journey, he would uh, drill down deeper, and together we created this song. The, the biggest surprise for me was I thought I would tell Jay my story. He would walk away, uh, work on composing a draft, come back to me and say, how's this? But that's not how it worked at all. It was a very collaborative experience where I would say something, you know, I'll give you one example where I mentioned there was a bounty on my head. And he said, well, tell me about that. And I said, well, there were certain people uh, in the U.S. Uh, military who would have bounties on their head because if uh, the insurgents got us, it would hurt morale, it would hurt leadership. So, and he said, how much was that bounty? I said, about $2,000 from what I heard. 
and then he worked on that and said, well, we need, we need something to rhyme, rhyme, sorry, rhyme with the word head. Uh, and then he said, isn't there something that you as a chaplain read in red? And I said, yes, you know, the Bible, uh, many Bibles have Jesus' words in red. And I said, in the Catholic uh, prayer books, uh, prayers are in red. So that's just one example of how that phrase came to be. I pray over them with words written in red. There's a $2,000 bounty on my head. Very interesting. So this took place over a weekend, a veterans songwriting retreat. In Loveland, Colorado, a beautiful setting at the Hart J Center, uh, which was basically a ranch setting, uh, and the songwriters were from Nashville. I see Jay Clementi uh, uh, among the other songwriters, the one who collaborated with you on this one. It was a ranch, so very rustic. Uh, There were horses and there were... um, uh, stables and there was hay and, and trails, uh, a beautiful setting. It sounds inspirational. The, the, yeah. the, <laughs> the song itself is, is a matter of inspiration, and I will share with you and our listener that uh, I'm a hobbyist. I write songs. I play the guitar, and I, I have to tell you that I, I was so impressed when I first heard this. I really believe that uh, the, the right uh, – artists could make a big hit with this song and uh i'll I'll tell you uh, the thing that really struck out to me was the chorus the words of the chorus and if you don't mind i'll read those i'm the last face they i'm the last face they see before the face of god i give them peace and comfort as they're moving on their souls are set free from the burden and the pain i send them off to heaven but the hurt remains I'm at the mercy of my calling. I'm born to bless the fallen. Wow. It sounds like you're talking from personal experience, Father Erickson. Absolutely. I I was. But what's wonderful since the song has been uh, published uh, on uh, YouTube and on Songwriting with Soldiers' website, uh, and since I've posted it on my own, you know, social media, and sent it to friends. I've heard from many people in the Chaplain Corps who uh, the song is spoken to. That it's it, it is my experience. But as one of my friends, uh, Ruth Page, the wife of Chaplain Bobby Page, she she posted this, and she said, "You know, here's a song about the Chaplain Corps, and it reveals the heart of the chaplain." So, and I also have sent this to the families of the fallen. Uh, there's a beautiful picture, uh, uh, a poignant picture, uh, with the song of me presenting a flag to the Del Duquetto family at Arlington National Cemetery, and I reached out to them to see if I could use that image for the a cover of the of the song, and they were honored by it uh, to be included. So the wonderful news is yes, it's it's my personal journey, but. Uh, Jay Clemente was wonderful in broadening that in, in such a way that I think it speaks to, to many people. I think uh, the, the medical profession can hear this and relate to it strongly, because it's not necessarily the chaplain who is the last person one of our dying soldiers sees. It, you know, it could be anyone. It could be their commander. It could be their uh, buddy uh, on the, on the, um, in the field. So I think a lot of people can relate to the song, even though it's my journey. 
I'm talking to Father Richard Erickson, retired Brigadier General and uh, Chaplain in the United States Air Force, who has just collaborated on a beautiful song, Born to Bless the Fallen. Uh, you co-wrote this song with Jay Clemente, who's a Nashville country and western songwriter, and he uh, we just got finished listening to Jay perform the song. Curious to know, and if you could share with our listener, uh, tell us about the songwriting process, uh, Father Erickson. Uh, when you so you and Jay sit down, uh, does you have a good? What do you do? You play an instrument yourself, or does Jay bring his guitar to the uh, songwriting session? How how does a song come about, and how did this one come about? You told us a little bit about it earlier, but I'm interested right. in knowing how the creative process works when you're writing a song. Yes, well, I was hoping it would be a good song, so I didn't bring my guitar. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think you sell yourself short, Father. Yeah, so Jay uh, had his guitar. Uh, He had a notebook, uh, and as I was speaking, he was literally writing down the words that I would say, and uh, he would be picking at his guitar as uh, I was speaking. So the the music is 100% Jay's music, which was created in that, two-hour session, you know, we began the session, we had just met a few hours before, so we began, and it was just an intensive uh, experience, and uh, he he was a a great listener and a great inquisitor, very inquisitive, uh, and uh, I just told him my story, and he would ask certain things about it. The song is, I mentioned this already, it's very different than what I thought it was going to be, uh, because uh, some of my experience in Iraq was really uh, painful and difficult and dark. I mean, I think anyone who's in war without a weapon uh, can experience that. Uh, so the song is much more uplifting and inspirational than I thought, and I owe that to Jay, uh, the way that he uh, took my experience in the medical tent especially and broadened it. Uh, so, for example, w- when I was talking about the dying uh, troops, he, he said to me, well, where are you sending them? And I said, I'm sending them to heaven. And then he said, well, w- what are you freeing them from? I said, I'm freeing them from pain. And he said, well, well, I need another word besides pain. And I said, he said, what's that word? I said, burden. I'm freeing them from their burden and their pain. Uh, and as I was saying this, I, I could see him sort of creating the music to the lyrics uh, as we went along. Uh, and then the chorus uh, uh, formed. And, you know, another thing I'll tell you about is, for example, I, I, you know, he's the songwriter. I'm the contributor, basically. And I told him, you know, that I served sailors soldiers, airmen, and marines, and I said, but I don't think we can get all of that into a phrase. And he says, oh, no, we can, we can, I thought he might say soldiers, I guess he tried first, soldiers, sailors, airmen, come to me. And then I said, I wish we could get marines in there. And he said, we can get marines in there. Uh, so again, it was very collaborative and organic. It, uh, it, it, and I will tell you this, after two hours, I left that uh, cabin where he was, I was depleted. It, there was nothing in my tank. It, it was a totally uh, immersive and exhausting uh, experience. It, it was a really just pouring out from my heart of what it what it means to be a chaplain at war, and 
uh, you know, I, I haven't had many opportunities to do that in the, uh, let me do some math here, 17 years since I was in Iraq. Let me read the uh, first uh, verse that you're referring to there. I'm the loving reminder of the holy soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines all come to me. I'm the promise will leave no one behind. I'm there when the flicker of life leaves their eyes. It seems to me that uh, songwriting is a can be anyway a form of journalism. Yeah, in the sense that you know he's taking the information, your experience, and uh, reporting it in in a uh, in a form in an art form. And you know the the whole feel of this song is is deeply touching. It it, uh, it you can tell that it comes from the heart, uh, yeah. and th- that's not the kind of thing that uh, you can go to school and learn. That's uh, that's uh, you know either it comes or it doesn't. At least that's been my experience. I don't know how you feel about it. No, I agree a hundred percent. Jay is definitely a very gifted musician and songwriter and singer. Um, I'll tell you, for example. Well, two things about that, uh, the first word. In the Air Force Chaplain Corps, we speak about I'm the visible reminder of the holy. Uh, but I consider, not but, I consider myself to be a very loving man, a loving priest. So I wanted the word loving in there. So you know, he basic, basically said to me, who are you and, and what are you doing? And I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a loving reminder of the holy. And he said, and then I said, I'm the promise will leave no one behind. He was basically saying, you know, who do you, not only who are you personally, Father Erickson, but who do you represent? Uh, who, uh, what, what graces and blessings and gifts do you bring as a chaplain uh, caring for uh, troops who are severely injured and dying at war? So he helped me just bring all of that to expression. And his experience as a songwriter, I'm sure, uh, fed his knowledge of what questions to ask. Obviously, he knew what he was looking for. And uh, this dialogue that took place between the two of you over a two-hour period uh, produced this thing of beauty. Now, Father Erickson, let me ask you this. You've had a a career-long interest in music. I believe that you were associated with Andy Williams, the famous singer at one time. Is that correct? Yes, for most of my adult life. So uh, I, this is the story that you... It sounds like a Hollywood story, but it's a story from Massachusetts. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is that uh, Andy Williams, I was a fan who became a friend who became a colleague. So the very first concert I ever went to in my lifetime, 1974, when I was a teenager, I went to see Andy Williams in concert in Massachusetts. Uh, And then uh, he became my favorite singer. I would pick up his albums here, there, and everywhere. And then he opened the Moon River Theater, which is now the Andy Williams Performing Arts Center in Branson, Missouri, in 1992. I went there for the opening of his theater, uh, got to met, meet his family, and uh, his sister-in-law, Jean, said to me, you, re- you really should make an appointment with Andy and talk to him, because you know more about his music than he does. Uh, <laughs> and so I did that. Uh, and then uh, in 1999, Sony Records was working on a box set of CDs, about 12 CDs of Andy's, and the person who was going to write the liner notes, the inside booklet, at the last minute couldn't do that. 
and so they asked me if I could do that, which I love to do. And then fast forward, uh, I ended up being the co-producer of Andy Williams' B-Sides and Rarities. Uh, so I, was a, I wrote the liner notes, I chose the song, uh, and I worked with the, the producer at Sony on the CD. And then the very last project, uh, recording project of Andy's life was the 50th anniversary release of the Hawaiian Wedding Song album, and I wrote the liner notes, the inside booklet to that. So, yes, you're right. Music is a passion. And uh, I'll interject here. Uh, I've been to that theater in Branson, Missouri. I met Andy Williams myself, and I believe it was 2007 over Christmas, Mm -hmm. and he he did his Christmas music, and it was was wonderful. I was surprised at how uh, short of stature Andy Williams was. Uh, but like you, I love his music and always have since I was a kid back in the 60s. I listened to him uh, quite a bit and uh, what a voice. Anyway, uh, let me ask you this for the listener who may not know exactly what is a liner note. Does that mean you're writing the credits for the musicians who perform or are you writing the lyrics out or what What are liner notes? So liner notes are, are the inside booklets uh, that basically talks about the performer and the music. Uh, so it's a narrative that's written inside the packaging of the CD, or now it's online. Uh, so just today I was looking at Adele. Uh, Adele is having her next album come out. It's been six years since her last album. And so as a, a, a person who's passionate about music, I was interested in the packaging of the CD, and she's going to have a 16-page booklet to go with her CD. Uh, so, th- so you open up the booklet, and you uh, sometimes they have the lyrics of the songs. So the Hawaiian Wedding Song album CD, for example, that song was written for Andy Williams when Hawaii became a state. Uh, so I wrote about that a reality, that it, that it was not only the 50th anniversary of the song, but it's the 50th anniversary of the island, and that the song itself was written for Andy. Uh, and at the end of those notes, I mentioned that he would always sing it uh, in concert, and he would pick out a woman in the audience and say, uh, have you ever been to Hawaii? And if she said no, he, he would say, well, I will sing you there. Uh, so telling, <laughs> telling little stories like that in, in writing is what the liner notes are. It's a narrative about the, 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 the performer and his or her music. So you just walked into the theater there, introduced yourself to Andy Williams, and next thing you know, you're his co-producer. That's quite a story, Father Erickson. Well, that's the headline. Yeah. <laughs> there's, many, there's many years between those two sentences. Well, is, uh, was Andy Williams Catholic? He was not. He was Presbyterian. Uh, his wife, uh, his, his first wife, uh, was Catholic. Uh, and his brother, who's a dear, dear friend of mine, Don, who's 99 years old, is Christian scientist. So through the years, I had a lot of conversations about faith and religion with Andy, but especially with Don. Uh, Don is a very uh, faithful man, and uh, whenever I was in Branson, uh, we would always have a meal together, and most of the meal would be talking about faith. Hmm. Andy Williams, by the way, has some beautiful recordings of faith. Uh, there's a CD called Songs of Faith by Andy Williams. He, he sang Battle Hymn of the Republic at Senator Robert F. Kennedy's funeral. You know, I think I, I remember that. Yes, yes. And now we're entering the most wonderful time of the year. So Andy Williams is at the top of the chart 
the pop charts every year uh, in December. Mariah Carey gets the number one spot uh, typically, but uh, most wonderful time of the year, uh, that song will probably be the number two song in the entire country uh, the week of Christmas or the week before Christmas. And it is a beautiful uh, song that defines the season. And uh, I fortunately was able, I was blessed to be able to see him do that live, um, which he only did during Christmas when he was performing at Branson. Uh, Father <coughs> Father Richard Erickson, uh, chaplain, uh, retired chaplain, Brigadier General of the United States Air Force. D- do you play an instrument? I don't uh, play. <laughs> you play too strong of a word, Taylor. <laughs> so there's another wonderful program called Guitars for Vets, uh, and during the pandemic, I took 10 lessons uh, with the guitar. As we're sitting in the common room now at the rectory, my guitar is right behind me. Uh, so I do play at the guitar. Uh, I've, I've played the piano, pia- sorry, the piano, uh, the clarinet, and uh, currently the guitar, but I'm, I'm an amateur with the capital A. And what is it about music that speaks to you, Father Erickson? It captures so many aspects of our life. I'll go back to the, your, the first question you asked me about how this song came to be. Beth Nielsen Chapman is a spectacular songwriter and a dear friend of mine. I've known her and her family for 20 years. And two years ago, my father and I were in Nashville for his World War II ship reunion, and we went to Beth's home in her studio and she told us about songwriting for soldiers, and she played two gorgeous songs that she had co-written with other veterans for us. And my father, at the time, age 93, said to her, I've never heard music like that in my lifetime. And as we were leaving, I said, what did you mean when you said that to Beth? And he said, I didn't know that such experiences could be put into song. So to me, music is, is very much a gift from God, St. Augustine said that when we sing, we pray twice. So there's no experience in life that can't be put into a song. And songs can be comforting, they can be amusing, they can be uplifting. Uh, So it's a great gift from God. Indeed it is. What are your hopes for this particular song, Born to Bless the Fallen? Well, my first hope has already happened. Uh, that is that I would have the courage to publish it, uh, and that people in the chaplain corps particularly would hear it, and it would help them in some ways. Uh, you know, you mentioned that you thought it could be a big hit. I, I think it's very spe- a very specific song. So I think if any artist picked it up, it would be in a collection of military songs or or a Christian artist. I would think. I don't think uh, you know a major artist would put this song on her or his um, CD, uh, because it's so very specific. But I may be wrong. You know, uh, Lucille was very specific, and it became an enormous hit. Right. (laughs) Well, uh, I I think that it could strike a chord with the public, and uh, I think it would draw a lot more interest than just the community of chaplains and uh, the faithful and the military. But um, what do I know? Anyhow, Father Richard Erickson a retired chaplain, Brigadier General of the United States Air Force, uh, now retired and ministering to the faithful at St. Agnes Parish and St. Athanasius Parish in Reading, Massachusetts, where he is talking to us by telephone. 
Father Erickson, thank you so much for this beautiful song, and thank you for talking to me. My pleasure, Taylor, and thank you for being so open and welcoming and enthused about uh, this gift of this song. I'm the loving reminder of the holy Soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marines all come to me I'm the promise we'll leave no one behind I'm there when the flicker of life leaves their eyes I'm the last face they see before the face of God I give them peace and comfort as they're moving on Their souls are set free from the burden and the pain I send them off to heaven but the hurt remains I'm at the mercy of my calling I'm born to bless the fallen Catholic Military Life is a podcast of the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, erected by Pope St. John Paul II in 1985 to provide for the free exercise of Catholic faith in the U.S. military, VA medical centers, and the government's civilian workforce beyond U.S. borders. 1.8 million American Catholics worldwide depend on the Archdiocese and its endorsed chaplains for pastoral care. For more information, visit millarch.org. The Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, serving those who serve. Before the face of God, I give them peace and comfort as they're moving on. Their souls are set free from the burden and the pain. I send them off to heaven, but the hurt remains. I'm at the mercy of my calling. Born to bless the fallen Born to bless the fallen